Welcome to Forever White Belt. I'm your host, Adolfo Fronda. Today, we're taking a bit of a departure. No guest. I just want to talk to you guys for a bit about uh, the topic that I've been interested in lately and uh, something I feel very strongly about and have great concerns about for our community. And that is uh, jujitsu in what I feel are recessionary times. And this is mainly from the perspective of someone in the United States. So take that as you will. First of all, little disclaimer, obviously, this content is not investment advice, nor is it intended to supplement professional and individualized advice. Please consult a professional financial advisor before applying any of the approaches referenced directly or indirectly through this podcast. Okay. That being said, I am not an economist and I am not an academy owner. I'm just a guy who worked in finance for a long time in a technology capacity. I've worked in several different startups, and I've been doing that for a number of years, over a decade now. I'm friendly with several PhDs in economics and people who know a lot about this type of stuff. So let's begin this conversation with you, the listener. What I see in my perspective, I think the United States is in recession right now. Some people say it's going to hit later, whatever. I see it as a recessionary tidal wave in that the tides come in like a surf, for instance, right? Smaller waves at first, initially being some signs of these smaller waves hitting us in more ways than others. So one of the waves being gas prices. That's an obvious one. Grocery prices either increasing or you're paying the same for less. Now we're starting to see layoffs, primarily in tech, and you're seeing hiring offers being rescinded. Additionally, you're seeing startups not getting additional funding, right? So that has dried up unless you are profitable. I think that's going to hit into non-startup land and probably already is, you know, normal business, if you will. So that puts pressure on consumer spending. So let's talk about that. Consumer spending priorities, that being the regular average Joe, Jane. Obviously, someone who has a lot of money has less to worry about than your average middle class working person. So what I see is the consumer the general consumer, will have to start cutting down soon. Let's talk about what are the priorities for them in terms of where that dollar goes. I believe they go into the highest, most important aspect of that would be the essentials. Things like food, gas, clothing, utilities, insurance, your rent, your mortgage. And then you have these secondary or ancillary type of places that you place your dollars. That would be in clothing, Entertainment being something like a cable, Netflix, HBO, Apple Plus, Spotify, Hulu, you know, those type of monthly membership things, and maybe health and fitness. And I'm sure there's a whole lot of other things, but for time's sake, I'm just categorizing it as that. You get the general idea, right? So we have to ask ourselves, academy owners, students, people in the community, where does jujitsu fall into that hierarchy? And you have to be honest about that perspective. From the perspective of an an academy owner, maybe some questions you need to ask yourself or I would be asking myself is how much runway, cash, availability, credit do you have currently, right now? Are you sitting on three years cash, possibly two years cash, six months? Do you have a line of credit that's open to you? If so, has your interest rate spiked like for so many others? Because interest rates are rising much, much higher. And there's talk of credit defaults. That being people not being able to pay off debt they've had to take it on for to sustain the lifestyle that they've been accustomed to as of late. Are you thinking about your marketing efforts? Do you already have some in place? Do you not have some in place? Have you been active on Instagram in terms of marketing, advertising, Facebook, Google advertising, other 
types of advertising. Are you going to reallocate dollars into that area to upsells, or are you going to take away from things that may not be working? Have you gotten serious about your website in terms of like onboarding sales in your search engine optimization for your Google results to convert people, right, to sales, to become students, to get memberships? If not, is this the time to focus on that? And then the the hard one really is what I'm seeing a lot of people do is cut staff. Are you looking at cutting staff like so many startups and companies are doing now to save costs? Are you looking at alternatives to perhaps barter with uh, those type of traditional paid staff roles to your students, perhaps, right? For some sort of deal in terms of their membership, et cetera, whatever, or work cleaners that you have paid in terms of cost for the academy that you can somehow barter or convert that somehow. Now that brings up its challenges too, right? There's nothing like a, a dollar to guarantee someone to show up every day to work versus a bartering system, which may or may not. Then additionally, things like your lease on your academy, are you, are, have you entertained the idea of re- renegotiating that? Can you? Can you go to your landlord and, and say, hey, look, this is the market outlook or how I see it. Will you work with me? Additionally, are you looking at cutting services that you have, like a software as a service stuff or whatever, like a Zen planner, for instance, or any other type of monthly subscriptions, other options like that, or perhaps doing it yourself, going back to a spreadsheet, taking on that additional work? Because I think a lot of this will be you taking on additional work that perhaps you have not had to do in the past, because things, uh, I think, are going to get a lot harder soon, (laughs) very soon, I think. And and then also you got to ask yourself, maybe you're competing with a separate traditional gym, like a 24-hour fitness or other type of monthly gym membership that are going for your, for your shared type of dollars. So how, how do you intend to outsell them and differentiate yourself enough to keep that kind of customer loyalty or to take away from their pool? And then also, are you looking at considering reducing your price, your monthly cost in terms of uh, student membership fees? And then looking at things like more payment options, perhaps something like just going with a limited day option as well. Your typical options in terms of what they can pay monthly, different type of products, if you will. I've even seen options like you can pay six months up front. Would you offer that? A year up front. I've even seen some academies now doing lifetime options for X amount of dollars. You can kind of project the average time of a student being in at an academy and how you can make some money there offering a lifetime option for some bulk cash up front if you need to pad that cash on hand that you need to ride this out for the next year or two or three. And then your typical sort of thing, like are you doing additional forms of revenue, additional kids programs, for example, summer camps and looking at your local school schedules and really hitting all of those days off as some sort of parents' night type of things or almost borderline daycare type of situations with a kid's class type of option in there. Something like renting out the academy, out for events, non-jujitsu related events, Uh, perhaps something you can host, getting into that segment yourself. I'm just throwing ideas here. I'm sure some of you already are doing this. A lot of you are, and perhaps some of you aren't and have entertained the idea, maybe thought of it, just haven't acted on it. Additionally, thinking about if you're not already offering additional digital offerings, do you have an app that you've developed or something like that that you can add on as a, an additional product or something to your monthly membership or as a whole separate type of product? It's a very competitive space, as well as something like a perhaps an online coaching option, which is very different than instruction. You can check my previous episode with Matt Scaff to differentiate between instruction and coaching, but maybe that's something more one-on-one type 
an online type of thing, something where you track a student per se for X amount of dollars and being more explicit about that. And then also offering online instruction as a separate type of product for your existing students. Maybe you throw it into their monthly membership as something to compete with your local gyms. And I'm talking like your 24-hour fitness, orange therapies, whatever they, they are in your particular area to lure them in as well. Now, from the student's perspective, jujitsu can be a fairly cost-effective sport. We don't have a whole lot of equipment, right? So we don't have like uh, shoulder pads, helmets, and all these things that we have to buy like other sports do, right? We just have a gi and a belt, right? If even, <laughs> if you're if you're even doing gi, there's no gi as well. So maybe fewer gis you're buying per year or whatever. That's good. But I think also cutting back on things like tournaments if you're a competitor. They're not cheap in California, so maybe you're going to backtrack on that a bit or omit them altogether. I know a lot of students go to physical therapy. I mean, you might have to cut that back as well, right? Or do it yourself at home, something to that effect. I know some people are doing supplementation and addition, additional type of things for your midlife guys out there. If you're doing TRT, how dependent are you on that? That's a, that's a monthly cost, a serious cost for that kind of stuff. And then as well, from the student perspective, are, are you looking at your other gym costs? Like if you're doing strength training, traditional weightlifting, swimming, yoga, memberships at different places, you're probably wondering, what, what is my priority here? Where does jujitsu fall into that? You'll probably have to scale back on some of that and make some hard decisions. So that's more or less what I've been thinking about. It's a short one today, but something I wanted to get out there because I'm very concerned for the community and how this will impact the jujitsu community. You know, we got through the 80s and uh, that was no picnic and we got through COVID and that was no picnic. But what you saw during those times were academy closures and I think we're going to see that again. Academy closures, consolidations, where you've seen academies sprout up in certain these certain hubs, these certain cities, right? Where they're popping up like weeds. They can't all exist. There's only so much money to go around, and a lot of that money's being taken away. It's getting sucked out. So there's less of the pie to go around. So if you have this mentality that you think, you know, hey, it's always been going like this for me, and tomorrow's going to be like today, I think you really, really need to take a sober look and keep an open mind and consider what some economists are, are saying. I would say a majority of the economists are saying at this point and to consider both perspectives, whatever you think is a positive and negative and how you need to pivot, adjust and maneuver for these changing times. So with that, I wish you well. I wish you luck. And thanks everyone again for listening. And we will see you next time on Forever White Belt. I'm your host, Adolfo Ferranda.